Wakey, wakey, sleepy head. Get up now there, you little lazy bones. Come on now, wakey, wakey. Time to get up. It's Saturday morning. I know you've been out all night drinking pints. But now it's eight o'clock and I'm getting up to do the hoovering. So you need to get up as well. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Saturday Serial. Hope you liked my little intro there. That was a, a reenactment of how my mum used to wake me up every fucking Saturday morning. Um, especially only most mostly on the Saturdays where, or sorry, the Fridays where I'd been out drinking. Um, she would then decide that the whole house needed to be awoken by the Hoover or by by her deciding to test the strength of the pots and pans um so she'd just be downstairs making a racker a racker a racket um all over the place but yeah welcome to episode two i know it's been a bit of a gap since the last time um i just didn't get a moment really but i have been busy and i've been uh um i've been working as well on the, on the podcast uh, so this episode was going to be something completely different um but then i decided I was going to do it on the classic with, of course, the the release of the new Space Jam movie. Um, I was going to do a, a a look back on the original nineteen ninety six uh, smash here. Well, it would have been back then. Um, movie Space Jam featuring Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan. Uh, but then I ended up going to see the new Space Jam movie, so I kind of thought, you know what, I might as well do one big jumbo sized episode of the two shows or the two sorry movies together and looking at um at both of them and kind of comparing uh what i i liked from the original and and i don't like or not that i don't like but things that i kind of spotted uh, that are a bit strange and maybe not the best uh messages to be to be looking at and and obviously then looking at the new one and just what uh, my general opinion is also i have changed the cereal last minute i was having a look through the cereals i was going to uh, try a box of one of i've got a couple of different captain crunch um cereals i don't actually have the original captain crunch i don't have a box that i must try to get my hands on a box but i have a couple of different ones i have like a peanut butter one i've got like a, a berry one or something and a cotton candy one but last minute i decided you know what gonna try something different so i am trying the duncan huh duncan as in basketball slam dunk no great cheers cheers for the support there guys um duncan donuts or well it's not duncan donuts anymore it is just duncan so duncan cereal the caramel macchiato naturally an artificially flavored breakfast cereal um so the coffee nice coffee taste uh, caramel as well so it's got like i almost described them looks wise like little balls of like nesquik or not is a nesquik yeah nesquik um with then just little kind of marshmallow pieces as well uh, these marshmallow pieces now aren't like the marshmallow pieces from the likes of uh lucky charms they don't have that real they're just like normal little marshmallows that have been kind of thrown in i have had this before and I have to say, I do really like it. Um, there is no real backstory on this. Duncan Donuts was really, I suppose, like a lot of things now have kind of started to bring out brands of uh, cereal as well. 
trying to cash in on it but a quick rundown so in 1948 Dunkin Donuts obviously opened up um 1950 um oh sorry when it originally opened it was called Open Kettle so then 1950 it changed to Dunkin Donuts 1955 the first franchise agreement was uh signed in Worcester MA Massachusetts is that Massachusetts probably should have really checked me out uh, abbreviations for places in america then let's jump along here a bit 72 uh, the munkins donut donut hole treats became part of the duncan menu so they're like the little pretty sure over here when we had a duncan donuts they were called diddy donuts or is that when burger king did burger king do diddy donuts uh, sorry chuckling away there to myself with the word diddies um and then 1970, the first overseas Dunkin' Donuts opened in Japan. And uh, 97, they had a variety of donuts, breakfast sandwiches. Um, oh, sorry. I should actually read. So I'm reading this off the back of the box. Um, following the success of the variety of donuts and break. Oh, sorry, breakfast sandwiches were added to the menu. Then it launched an espresso in 2003 and cappuccinos and coffee and things like that. And then Duncan's most successful slogan to date uh, introduced America runs on Duncan. And that was in 2006. Then 2011, Duncan celebrated opening its 10,000 restaurant worldwide. Then we had the Macchiato joins Duncan espresso beverage. Uh, Duncan Donuts. In nine, sorry, in 2019, changed to just Duncan. And then 2020, along came this fine, fine cereal that I'm going to be trying out again today. Been a while since I've actually had it. The box has been open, but I have to say, I, I seal everything airtight with special little sealable clips. Um, so yeah, usual kind of format as the last show. I'm going to give it a little test and give you my, my response to it. So let's go. Nice little mouthful. Mm. straight away like it's coffee it's like a really good strong coffee taste which to be honest like if i'm getting something that's been aimed uh as sorry as a coffee kind of flavor thing i want it to actually taste like coffee there's been plenty of things that i've had that i've just got a weird twang of coffee that's not the best um the little crispy kind of chocolate balls are really nice they've kind of got the coffee flavor with a nice little like, hint of caramel off the marshmallows as well like I said, marshmallows are kind of just normal little mini marshmallows. There's no kind of crunch to them or anything. They're just marshmallows. Um, and yeah, it seems to already be turning the the milk a chocolatey brown. So yeah, really good cereal. I'd say I really like it. Uh, there's not a whole lot. Like I said, there's not a whole lot. There's no kind of mascot with this. There's no, um, no like massive history on the, the, the cereal itself. It came out last year uh in 2020 and i think i'm pretty sure there is another one i think there's like a cappuccino version as well i actually have it on the box um no it doesn't i'm pretty sure there is though another version of it as well there might be two two like that one and another one could be more i don't know don't actually remember where i bought that i'm pretty sure i got it on a, uh, an irish website and anyway um there's a lot of the, these kind of american candy uh shops opening up or online as well um but yeah mm. a nice strong entry into the cereal book of saturday cereal mm. 
Very good. Right. I'm going to set that aside and we will pop back to it later on for the now world famous uh, soggy test. So yeah, so let's get into things. Like I said, going to be covering the two Space Jam, Space Jam, blah, blah, Space Jam 1996 and Space Jam um, A New Legacy. So going to be chatting about them. Uh, before we kind of get fully into things, I just want to thank everyone who listened to episode one of the show. Do really appreciate it. Thanks to everybody that gave me feedback as well on it. Um, I really hope that I will be be able to basically take that now and put it into the show and make the show better with each each week and each episode that I record um so yeah like I said I had been kind of busy in the last while just trying to catch up on bits and pieces um work as well I've been pretty busy so didn't have much free time to just sit down and kind of record but hopefully now I think I have a bit of a better better structure kind of going forward now with days of recording and and um getting the episodes out not just with this show but with normal nonsense as well so yeah so like i've actually been working as well myself and demo who i do normal nonsense with we've been kind of just working on a revamp of that show a little bit and we kind of both weren't too happy with how it had been going and i chat about that on uh, this week's episode of normal nonsense so if you want to go listen to that really would appreciate it so you can head over to um, normal nonsense and check it out um we're on spotify the same as this podcast basically spotify google podcasts uh apple podcast everywhere i think kind of now at this point which is great it's great to see and of course we are on social media so please do head over and follow us if you want to follow normal nonsense uh the the tag is that what it's called or the the handle um is normal nonsense podcast and of course the handle then for this on instagram for saturday serial is saturday saturday serial podcast um so yeah so normal nonsense podcast and saturday serial podcast and head over and kind of just trying to post more on there as well and and get more stuff kind of out into the world but yeah but i hope you've been having a good week or good however many weeks it's been since i last spoke to you um i've been good yeah i locked myself out of my house today it was pissing rain um but well i didn't lock myself out of the house i forgot to bring my keys home so i decided i would finish up from work a little bit earlier come home get the episode done chill out um and kind of you know just take it easy you know catch up on, on a few bits and pieces well around the house but yeah on the way home i realized i had left my keys in my office and i was at the point where it was too late to kind of go back so i was getting the 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 lewis so for anyone who doesn't live in ireland the lewis i suppose is a, a tram service that goes around dublin um so i was heading to get that and i realized fuck left my keys back in the office so well i wasn't sure i wasn't sure if i'd lost them or i had left them so i gave work a quick call got one of the 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 staff there just to check for me and yeah sure enough i'd left them hanging up in the office so yeah but like i said it was that kind of that point of like right we're looking at the lewis stop now i'm not going to walk, walk all the way back to get them um and just then as i got off the lewis it started lashing rain 
like the heavens open and it was just bucketing down but thought to myself oh no problem my partner katie will be at home because she had contacted me to say she was on her way home as well but yeah got home and no no sign of katie she was had decided to go um to do a bit of shopping so i was stood outside my house for not too long i'm <laughs> making this out to be worse than it is it's only outside the house for probably about 20 minutes but yeah it was pouring rain thankfully there was a bit of a sheltered area just outside the house so was managed to uh to shield myself from the the, the elements but it was yeah kind of shy to i was still sitting out there uh, getting a lot of strange looks from my my neighbors really who know who i am and um, they were kind of looking at me a bit strange but yeah i uh i kind of just was standing out there thinking about things was obviously then kind of annoyed because i had planned on getting this episode done and getting it edited and getting everything out and you know um everything really uh getting it all done but yeah plans don't always go go to plan so um yeah, so I, I kind of just, that kind of knocked me off a bit, wasn't going to record, and then I thought, oh, do you know what, like, no, I want to get this episode done, I'd been thinking about it for a while, obviously I'd gone to see the new Space Jam movie there only the other day, um, on the bank holiday it was, so I went to see it, um, so yeah, so I was, I'm happy to be, be able to sit down now and and for you to have to listen to me now for the next couple of minutes, you know, um, yeah i'm looking forward to it kind of chatting about the the two movies um and the things i did and didn't like the the things that like just kind of baffled me at the time but yeah a quick rundown okay so let's look at the original toon squad um and i'm kind of just trying to go off memory as well the original toon squad was way bigger than the one that featured in the new one obviously all right we had bugs we had lola we had uh daffy duck tweety pie sylvester taz granny the little mouse i'm pretty sure his name is like snuffles or sniffles something like that the really kind of small mouse that's literally only in it for a couple of seconds um i don't remember roadrunner being part of the original tune squad or Wiley Coyote, now to come to think of it. But maybe they were. I don't don't remember them. Um Yosemite Sam, of course, was part of the team. He also had Foghorn Leghorn, the big old chicken. He was part of the team. I mean their bench was deep. With <laughs> the original Toon Squad, they had a massive, massive selection uh, of players to go from. And of course they went up against the monsters in the original which were a bunch of little aliens called the nerdlucks um who obviously lived on a world and they wanted to bring the looney tunes they were kind of just looney tune fanatics they loved them so much they wanted them to come and basically be slaves on the on the on their planet um denny devito of course voiced mr swackhammer um yeah mr swackhammer who was like their evil overlord kind of thing but of course they challenge uh, the looney tunes and to a game of basketball looney tunes don't know what to do so they reel in the nba legend and hall of famer he wasn't hall of famer actually at the time but uh, michael jordan who in the movie basically he's just retired he's he's trying out baseball which was a real life thing he actually done michael jordan decided to leave 
the Chicago Bulls to go and pursue a career in baseball, which just was awful. And he ended up going back to the the Bulls then um, after that brief kind of retirement. And then he retired again and came back and played for the Washington Wizards, which that has nothing to do with the movie, but... Um, well, the first retirement kind of part does. But yeah, so the, like, the Toon Squad that featured in the original compared to the new one. Oh, and of course, we had uh, Pepe Le Pew was on the original Toon Squad. But of course, he was cut from the new one. But we'll chat about that now in a minute. Um, I loved the original movie growing up. I was a massive Michael Jordan fan already. Um, and like my favourite basketball player at the time. Um. But yeah, a big reason as well that I really kind of got more into basketball was because of Space Jam. Um, it was just one of those movies that, as a kid, and again, it was this whole, like, seeing a real life thing, interacting with an animated thing, um, hadn't been done much as well before that, where we had, like, Who Framed, Rob- Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones that we had that would have kind of mixed the animation and real life kind of thing in that the proper kind of cartoon uh elements but yeah i mean they get them there and so basically the the aliens that the looney tunes first encounter are these tiny little little like worms they kind of look like and then they decide right they've got a superstar we're gonna go and steal the powers and at the time they kind of steal the powers of some of the bigger uh big kind of NBA names, not all of them really, I suppose. You got a uh, Muggsy, uh, Muggsy Bogus, Bogans, I think that's how you pronounce the second name, who one of the shortest players, I think, in NBA history. Uh, Larry Johnson, uh, Sean Bradley, and then I suppose Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewan, probably the two other biggest names uh, after Michael Jordan, as far as, like, being known, I suppose, on a, on a bigger kind of stage, especially now, I suppose Charles Barkley does a lot of commentary and stuff, and um he's yeah he's kind of funny himself and Shaquille O'Neal kind of have a funny kind of little double act almost it is uh for anyone I suppose that's that'd be interested check it out check out their kind of arguments and stuff like that it's pretty funny but yeah so they steal basically their powers they get them to touch a ball and they steal their powers and all of a sudden these little worms are these giant the, they become the monsters um and yeah it kind of goes from there looks obviously like right nothing we can do and they've got to realize all right we got to play within the rules of toon world and we see that but again of course they're losing they're being beaten that little mouse gets flattened by a ball like literally just obliterated and they run through their bench and everything and you know it gets down to like the last kind of things and i think it's like a half time and like basically so bugs recommends they all take steroids because it's like mike's special stuff in a water bottle obviously it's only normal water but the way he even does it, it's like oh he takes it and he bulks up and it's this and it's literally he's promoting steroid use and they all think we we're going to drink this and we're going to be the best team they're not going to be able to beat us they're not going to be able to stop us at all but yeah it's promoting steroids bugs bunny uses steroids um and there you go and it's like watch the movie he does he he drinks it he literally grows muscles on muscles, veins everywhere. And I mean, that's not the right message to be sending. But then obviously they go out and they continue to play this wacky version of basketball in true Looney Tunes fashion. And then they win by Michael Jordan goes for like a dunk from kind of the halfway line. 
and he gets like all the monsters grab onto him and are pulling him back and his arm begins to stretch out and he drops the ball in so this is the second kind of point they only got two points for that technically that was a three-point shot he left his feet left the ground in like at the half court he dropped the ball he let go of the ball uh like while still being in you know from where he had taken off it should have been a three-pointer but hey look it's two in world so we're not going to dwell on it too much um i mean this is a massive success of a movie at the time i think like it budget so the budget for it actually was so it was 80 million was the budget and then the box office of what it brought in was 250 million um which like a massive number for an animated movie and yeah a really big success for years after there was all this talk of a sequel and a follow-up and even then i suppose when lebron james obviously who is the star of the new one uh kind of started to rise to stardom there was like oh yeah he's gonna do it he'll be in the new one and things like that and like personally i think you know what they've done with the new one is ridiculous it's like a money grab i think and i don't even think it's gonna get them much fucking money um but yeah the old one for me and still today i still think like there's parts of it that you're just kind of like it's proper looney tunes kind of stuff and the looney tunes have a pretty shady past if you go back and you look at like a lot of their very old kind of stuff i mean like you literally type in banned episodes of the looney tunes into youtube you're gonna see some pretty disturbing stuff um a lot of the older cartoons as well were that i suppose you know how certain people were depicted and and things like that um and yeah so there has been a massive change obviously in since the original to the new one um obviously times have changed and definitely a lot of things you know uh, there's no <laughs> references to steroids in the new one or anything like that but the old one space jam 1996 for me still i give it a solid eight out of ten and that's as an adult watching it um i mean it just spanned so much merchandise as well stuff that like only on up until recently i had a t-shirt that i had got obviously when it originally came out and it just had like the whole tune squad on it and i loved it like i genuinely loved this thing i would wear it constantly also like it was in it was a rag at the at the point of when i kind of got rid of it um but yeah i suppose like that like there was all the talk of oh there's going to be a new one there's going to be a new one it was all this kind of talk and it was going back and forth and it was talk like michael jordan had appeared in it again and it'd be you know a follow-on from what had happened in the first one um i think it was one of those movies that it could just be left alone it's not one like it didn't need to be rebooted it didn't need, it need a sequel it didn't need to be redone or anything like you know i think if they had of and i suppose it, it's a weird kind of the the new one is weird it's not necessarily a sequel because it references the original one as a movie it doesn't reference it as something you know an event that happened um but yeah for me the, the old one definitely as a kid top five movies um i'd probably still put it in my top 10 movies of all time now 
it's one of those movies I do I watch it again and again I'm always delighted to watch it I love watching it with my son now who's kind of at the age of uh, being able to kind of enjoy that kind of entertainment as well and kind of finds the Looney Tunes funny and it's great to see um, but yeah of course I had his issues uh, but what didn't back in 1996 hey um, but yeah but then of course in the last kind of year or so it was announced obviously that the new Space Jam with LeBron James he had signed on he was going to do it and for me like LeBron James won again one of the greatest players of all time I think he's at a point now where it's more just about making money you know he got paid a fucking like truck ton of money probably to do this movie I don't actually know I, I was trying to find like the exact amount he got paid and I was finding all different things but um yeah and I suppose kind of like things then like it was more like all right he's not a retired player he's still active you know so how was he going to do it? and like how was it going to be done and I think like a lot of that as well played into how the movie ended up coming out at the end of it because LeBron is animated for a big chunk of the, the movie it's not the way the old one was where it was like the real Michael Jordan just with the Looney Tunes um so yeah like I think kind of what basically Warner Brothers were kind of saying with this movie is that the Looney Tunes are shit they are bottom of the barrel we don't need them look at all these other properties we now own and it was like you know i suppose like we see it in like a lot of movies and games and everything nowadays there's like the little easter eggs in the background this was just like one giant easter egg took a shit on the screen um so so basically we'll run through i suppose like the whole plot of this the new space jam um, a new legacy so the idea is is that lebron james hates his son <laughs> he thinks his son is a nerd and is wasting his time with video games and all this kind of stuff but they get they go to uh warner brothers studios to be pitched like being part of this new warner brother 3000 or something it's called and it's basically kind of like this streaming kind of thing but like basically you can be in the movies and you know so to be everything and lebron would be in you know he'd be in the movie and like whatever it was he could be in it like this facial recognition kind of thing but it's all developed by this all-knowing and powerful algorithm called algae rhythm who's played by uh don don cheetle war machine is the the voice and well it's actually it's just him it's not even a, a cgi version or anything there is parts where he is cgi but for the most part it's just him being don cheetle um and then there is also though i suppose like the good thing for me and anyway they went with more i suppose more popular uh, nba players to be the the goon squad this time um they're called and they're made up of yeah so i suppose kind of pretty popular nba players um, and WNBA players as well so you had uh damian lillard you had anthony davis clay thompson and then from the WNBA you had nikia uh, i cannot pronounce her second name oh woman t probably really wrong and you had diana torresi um so and again two very prominent figures in wmba as well it's great that they did mix it up and had wmba players in there as well WM wmba is kind of on the rise in popularity which is great to see but i think even like that with the likes of like anthony davis who obviously is a teammate of lebron on the lakers clay thompson um plays for golden state warriors and damian lillard who plays for portland they did they done it really well they you know they really kind of picked like 
popular enough kind of players I suppose to be part of it which was it was nice to see and I suppose again for you know on a international level people probably would be more familiar with those players with than with the players that were back in 96 again a lot of that comes down to like obviously having more access nowadays to NBA games and things like that um but yeah so the, sorry so Don Cheadle basically abducts LeBron uh, and his son and then he challenges LeBron to a game sends them to what he classes the rejects which is of course Toon World and he gets there and there's nobody there they're all all the Looney Tunes are gone they've all left they're all off world kind of a thing um and so like Bugs is still there Bugs is the only one who remained he explains how like algae rhythm came along and kind of gave all the Looney Tunes this opportunity to go off world and you know try new things and be part of different franchises and all this kind of stuff that warner brothers own um but yeah so basically lebron's like look he's challenged me to a game we gotta go do this gotta save my son um so this is how they start then i suppose the recruiting part of getting everyone back the first play first sorry looney tune we see is uh, marvin the martian who actually was also he was a referee in the first one i didn't mention that um and he lands they steal his ship and off they go kind of through the the wb verse or whatever it's called the warner verse i think that's what they call it um when they fly so they pick up like daffy duck is in like the dc kind of animated universe pretending to be uh superman he's trying to make himself famous and porky pig actually is with him i didn't mention porky pig obviously was in the first one as well um and yeah so they they pick them up then they go and they get Lola Bunny who has been made less sexy um, than the last time she appeared. They took away, I don't know, like to be honest, didn't know it was a massive difference. But they made her more like like athletic, I suppose. They took away her tits. They took away Lola Bunny's tits um, that she wasn't kind of a sex symbol. Uh, they find Speedy Gonzalez in the Matrix. They find... Um, who else do they find sorry i'm trying to remember now rick and morty so the first kind of like easter egg i suppose is uh, rick and morty uh drop taz off um then they get roadrunner wally coyote tweety bird sylvester uh elmer fudd again someone who did appear obviously in the 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 first one as well they get yosemite sam they get they find lola who is on uh is with wonder woman they get leg uh, foghorn leghorn and then they also so uh there's like a new kind of character uh well not new kind of character uh gozimir big hairy kind of guy and they pick him up as well so obviously like lebron in his own head had it that oh they're going to get like iron giant and superman and king kong and all these like massive obviously names in the warnerverse but Bugs obviously has his own agenda and wants just to get the Looney Tunes back together. Um, yeah, I mean, look, like I said, so putting Rick and Morty in, like, kids don't know who that is, you know, right? It's a good, like, little thing for the parents. But then after that, so, like, I'm just going to jump straight to, like, when the game actually happens. It's literally just a shit show of Warner Brother properties. Like, everything. You've got fucking Pennywise in the background. You've got the Joker. You've got... The fucking fellas from a clockwork orange who i'm pretty sure aren't they rapists um you've got 
like King Kong, Iron Giant is there, they're all in the crowd, you've got Scooby-Doo, you've got like all the Hanna-Barbera kind of characters. Um, and it was just like, you've got like Game of Thrones, like all this kind of just literally like forced, it's like, look at all this stuff that we own. Like it's literally like they're just getting their dick out and swinging it around the place. Um, yeah, I mean, I just didn't like it compared to the original where you've got just like a sea of Looney Tunes and like the the commentators are like the little mice um, who put on obviously like the massive voices and like that would have been way funnier to me again in this. I think like this should have just been a complete redo of the first one. Just literally take what the first one done and go right let's do that again but with LeBron James probably would have been way better. The budget for the new one um was god hang on one second i'll tell you now so the budget for the new one was 150 million which i'd say a massive chunk of that was fucking just lebron's salary um and the box office like at the moment it's only made like 121 million so i mean not looking great really for them but yeah i mean like and they did they went kind of a bigger cast and you know they kind of they did get like more more like i suppose like famous people to do voices and things like that um i just kind of thought if we look at the original i just realized i completely forgot like uh, bill murray was in the original one as well um so i mean like things like that like that made it funny you know where it wasn't just like oh here's the looney tunes and oh it's just about having fun lebron like come on lebron have fun be looney be be like crazy and you know and then it's kind of like encouraging you to break the rules and, and like don't work hard um no there is shortcuts use this jump pad so i think it was kind of like a massive cash grab and like trying to just kind of like oh like look here come and look at the easter eggs that we have in the background like to me an easter egg is like throw pennywise in but just have them in the crowd just standing there like not fucking surrounded by every other fucking property you own um the highlight of the movie for me to be totally honest and i did I kind of broke my heart laughing because I also didn't kind of see it coming. So to the point where it's at halftime, they're losing, you know, they're all down and they're all kind of like, oh, we can't can't do this. And I kind of thought, right, they're going to start throwing around, you know, the they'll do the LeBron special stuff. Um, but no, Sylvester comes in and is like, I found Michael Jordan. He's in the crowd. And I was like, oh, my God, he's going to make a cameo and all this kind of stuff. And like there's like the whole build up the whole kind of entrance music from the chicago bulls like you know sylvester's like reading out michael jordan's like stats and everything and in walks michael b jordan and like i genuinely did i don't know i just didn't expect it but then obviously it was afterwards i was like if that was really obvious that that was going to happen but that was the, the highlight of the movie for me um did not like the fact that lebron was animated for a big chunk of it I just kind of feel that was like, all right, he's only available to do voice, you know, to read lines. Um, I thought LeBron, like, Michael Jordan didn't try to be an actor in the first one. He was just Michael Jordan, you know, in it and, you know, was very good in it for an athlete. LeBron tries too hard and, like, you can see as the movie, kind of, like, in sections of the movie, you can obviously tell when it was shot, like, whether it was the first kind of scenes that were shot or, like, near the end. Because he does, like, this point where, like, all right, he has improved and, like, even his line delivery and things like that are way better. Um, But then there's, like, parts where it's just, like, oh, will we play some basketball now, Bugs Bunny? Um, 
you know, stupid little things. I think kind of they did overdo it on the whole fourth wall thing. There's like plenty of times where it's like, oh, you know, they say something about like, I think it's when they're actually, they're trying to get Lola. And it's like, oh, don't you want to play with like an NBA All-Star? She's like, oh, been there, done that. You know, but, so like Space Jam is just a movie in this universe. You know, it, it's not something that happened. But I think, again, it would have been a lot better if they had it done it where, the, like the old Space Jam, what happened is, like you know it's even like it's a an urban legend kind of thing it's not just another movie um you know i do think that like it's just they they could have done it way better i think if lebron had been live action lebron for the whole thing as well would have made it a lot better you know maybe with cgi like having looney tunes stuff happen to him um i was a bit disappointed that they didn't kind of like there was stuff that I kind of think they should have recycled, like the you know the secret kind of stuff, like Mike's secret stuff, um, you know. But then there's elements that, I mean, completely just bomb bombed. Sorry, um, you know, LeBron just being this like overbearing dad, which I'd say he probably is in real life. You know, forcing his son to play basketball. You know, being like, oh, you have to do this and you have to train and you, you know, oh, we're on the court and this is work. You know, there's no, no fun here. Um, now, look, I know like LeBron has a younger son, has a younger son, has a son uh, who his name is Bronny, as far as I know, um, who is seems to be an up and coming, amazing athlete and basketball player. And then he has another son, Bryce, who I'm presuming Bryce is the like the kid like the this this kind of movie is based on it seems to be that way you know who does seem to be the nerdier kind of kid um who i could imagine lebron being like an asshole to just being like oh well hey he's out playing basketball you know this is my legacy you got to do this you know you got to go do this um like i'd hope he's not like that but i'd say he probably is yeah i mean overall i give the new one a tree and that's kind of been generous and that's purely for the Michael B. Jordan joke. Um, and I even think Michael B. Jordan in it was just like, yeah, I was just trying to get some popcorn. And this cat came along and was like, follow me. Um, I, like, absolutely brilliant. Um, I didn't even explain actually how like Michael B. Jordan got there. So basically, the, the game is going to be broadcast to all of LeBron's followers. And they all get sucked into the Warnerverse. And then it's a whole like, oh, well, you know, if you don't win, we're going to keep all these people here. Um, at the end of it basically so spoiler alert the looney tunes win um but they do it by making the game glitch so basically don Cheadle takes over the game and starts cheating starts using cheat codes but then they remember oh we can make the game glitch so they have to decide who's going to do it because whoever glitches potentially is going to be deleted um so lebron is like hey look i'll do it i'm going to be the one that does it and you know uh he doesn't it ends up being bugs bugs tries to save the day and he does um and he dies sorry spoiler alert he dies um but in true looney tunes fashion he comes back at the end of it in in the real world and he you know he says to lebron hey look i told you you know i'm a tune i can't die um so yeah and i kind of i don't know it's just like i follow lebron on social media and you know for a while he was like it was just literally as if he was just real trying to like oh hey remember i done this on instagram and he's shouting on about he used to do the thing where he'd like put a video up on every tuesday of fucking taco tuesdays you know that's thrown in at the end and oh just like just too much to be honest and um, when it was over i said to my five-year-old i was like oh like did you like that and he was like yeah it was really funny i loved bugs 
I thought it was so silly, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, but I like the other one. I mean, he's five. Come on. You know. <laughs> that was straight away. LeBron James was a player, brilliant player, player, but uh, I think he needs to just stick to that. But yeah, I'll start wrapping up. But um, the whole fiasco about Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, so Pepe was cut from the movie and cut from the squad because after I don't know how many years, and I'm presuming that Pepe Le Pew has been disowned by the uh, by the Looney Tunes and things like that. I don't see him appearing anytime soon unless he comes back as a reformed character. Um, like Pepe Le Pew was a sex pest, plain and simple. For anyone that doesn't know, Pepe Le Pew was a skunk. Um, he was French, I think he was meant to be. He was obsessed with this cat who he thought was a skunk and would chase her down and would hold her and kiss her and, you know, she didn't like it. Um, but yeah, so they decided to cut him out of the movie because they just kind of felt it was inappropriate what he was doing. Um, that he was, you know, sending a bad message, which, yeah, he is. He's a rapist. But, like, I don't know. I kind of thought, like, Foghorn, Leghorn, his whole, like, well, I'll say, I'll say is... I mean, that surely is a bit controversial. And again, like I said, literally Google banned Looney Tunes episodes on YouTube. Um, I just said Google that on YouTube. YouTube, Looney Tunes, banned Looney Tunes episodes. And you are going to see some horrific fucking stuff that they, that these were cartoons that at the time were aimed at children, have always been aimed at children. Um, and they're like, yeah, no, let bugs like be an asshole to to like a lot of different cultures but no Pepe tried to fucking kiss a cat get that no cut him get rid of that bastard um so yeah no Pepe Le Pew in the movie um like I said I think there was a massive lack of Looney Tunes like there's so many again I think Space Jam 1 done really well where it's just like here's just a bunch of fucking random characters that you don't even know who they probably fucking are and this time it was real no here's the ones you know and that's all you're getting um you know we get like daffy and daffy you know doesn't play this time he's more of the he's the manager kind of or a coach um yeah i mean i just think it could have been done better i think it should have just been done as a like a re a complete reboot if it was gonna be done it should have, i know i'm saying i said earlier should like i don't i didn't want to see a reboot or anything but i really think just take space jam original and go right lift michael jordan out put lebron in and that's it and um, i do think like a lot of things like lebron's obviously schedule played a factor and that's why he was animated probably most of the time um it was a fucking ad as well like when he arrives in tomb world and he crashes into the ground his fucking like the shape he leaves in the ground is the little tick um from nike you know like things like that just i know it's in the movies and i know he's like the face of that brand and everything but it was just sore as well to kind of have to watch and painful but uh yeah like i said it, it gets a it gets a tree from me um just not not what i had hoped it would be again for being one of my favorite movies when i was smaller uh, or younger smaller um yeah just not not what i had hoped for but we will see what happens now for the Looney Tunes. I do hope that the Looney Tunes do get. Uh, you know a resurgence. I know they have brought other kind of things out. and they've re- Like I suppose what I did like. Actually about the movie as well is. That 
it was the original design of the Looney Tunes because I know maybe a couple of years ago, three, four years ago, maybe they did relaunch the Looney Tunes and they were kind of completely redesigned and, you know, to look kind of edgier, I suppose, not edgier, but, you know, modern. Um, so, and I wasn't a fan of that. I do like the fact they just went, no, like, look, let's take original Bugs, original Daffy, Porky, all that. Didn't like the 3D versions of them then. Obviously, went during the game and they morph into, again, it was obviously just like kind of a, a 3D version of the original, but just wasn't a fan of it. Um, Porky Pig does a rap. And yeah, I mean, that was like, I mean, probably 98% just cringe and even like lebron is in the background like, oh hey oh you got porked <laughs> i don't think they say that but they should have said that oh y'all just being porked um but yeah don't go see it to be honest maybe wait till it comes out on dvd or if you can get a, a knockoff version of it or something that's what it feels like it feels like a knockoff of the original um but yeah well overall not a fan right well it is time to go back to our tasty cereal and see soggy wise the soggy test the world famous soggy test now um right from from the initial scoop there i'm not no no high hopes don't have high hopes sorry oh god yeah just mush I know maybe this has been a little bit longer than the last time I've done it. Oh god. It's almost just like a real I don't know, the marshmallows have disintegrated and the chocolate balls are I don't know. They've yeah, like literally no chew there. It went into my mouth and it just disappeared. Um mm, yeah, that's disappointing, but hey, I don't think cereal is designed to do that in any way, so let's not hold it against it. I would strongly recommend checking out the cereal. I would strongly recommend checking out Space Jam 996. I do not recommend going and checking out the new Space Jam if you don't have to. If you're interested, yeah, go see it. But I mean, just watch all the like clips probably that are on the internet now at this point, like the trailers and you get kind of the gen general gist of it. Um, like a couple of funny parts in it, but no. Um, no, not my cup of tea in any way. But yeah, thank you for listening to me shite on about two fucking movies. But I've enjoyed talking about it. I'm hoping, and like I said, I know I'm still kind of in the early stages of this podcast. Um, and I am trying to kind of get better with each episode and improve on it. And hopefully we'll be able to do that as each episode goes by. Do give me that feedback and let me know what you think. The good parts, the bad parts, whatever um really appreciate like i said like everyone who did already give me feedback from episode one uh for the next episode i'm actually going to check out the new he-man or well it's not he-man masters of the universe show that is out on netflix and um, i know i had kind of originally said like the plan was i was going to look at just like older cartoons or cartoons when i was growing up but i kind of feel that i want to just you know the the cartoons i suppose are easy accessible as well to me um and yeah, I've seen the the trailer for it. I've heard mixed kind of things about it. So I do want to kind of just check it out. And I will give that review. Or, you know, we'll chat about that next week on the show. I don't know what's here. Maybe next week will be Captain Crunch. Um, Yeah. Well, yeah. I think we'll go with Captain Crunch next week. I'll probably change my mind. Um, if there's any cereals, like I've said, that you have tried and think I should give a go, hit me up on... Hit me up, God i'm trying to i sound very like i'm trying to be hip there um, 
drop me a message on Instagram, Saturday Serial Podcast. Um, please check out Normal Nonsense as well, Normal Nonsense Podcast, and of course Normal Nonsense on Spotify and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Um, it's been really enjoyable. I've enjoyed it. I hope you had a good week. And I do aim to be now on track with weekly episodes. So hopefully episode three, my Masters of the Universe chat will be out next week. Um, and yeah, I'm going to wrap things up there. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you next week. Go back to bed now. Go back to Snoozy Town.